Welcome back to another episode of Chapel's Corner. I'm a little excited right now because this is our two-year anniversary episode. Yes, y'all, it's officially been two years since Chapel's Corner has been uh, born, created, around, and still here. So I'm really happy about that. Now, when I first started the podcast... I didn't even know. I don't know that I even was going to make a podcast. I remember I got a microphone. I was trying to just express myself somehow. It's going to be with writing or something. But I remember that it was a lot I had and I wanted to get out. And then at one point, I had got up with a, a old friend of mine who was a crush. And then we slept together. And then, oh boy, that was the first episode um, entitled, I think I'm falling in love with my friend. That I actually took. That was a pilot episode. But I took it down and I republished it. So if you haven't heard it or if you're looking for it and you scroll all the way to the bottom, it's not going to be there. It might be a little up, but boy, and it took off from there. And then from there, I just started talking and just rambling and expressing myself. And child, it's been two years of just rants, opinions, um, jokes, and talking a whole lot of shit. I remember the first year on the one month anniversary, second month anniversary, third, I mean, for a year straight, every time a month came, I think the listeners. I thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's our one month anniversary, two month child. By the time it got to the one year anniversary, we had so many anniversaries that it didn't even feel like special. So I haven't done a real thank you episode that said thank you, you know, in probably like a good year. So I want to take the time to just thank you all so much for supporting this podcast, for supporting me, your host, and just supporting Chopper's Corner. Um, I say it all the time. Chopper's Corner to me, in my mind, is as if you know, it's like you're going home or you're passing home from, from work or school. I mean, these days it's COVID. But when I started the podcast, you know, it wasn't COVID. People go wherever they want to go. And it's kind of like, you know, you're stopping by the corner store on your way home and you, you see me chopping. And I'm like, hey, what you doing? I'm just, hey, this is what's going on this week. This is how I'm feeling. We just catch up for a minute, talk some shit, and everybody goes their way or from the corner. You know what I'm saying? And they go back home and take, they take care of their night, do whatever, get up the next morning, go somewhere else. So it's, you know, it's Chapel's Corner. Just come chill at the corner. Talk some shit, listen to some shit, and everybody go back to what they do it. Take your mind off things for a little bit. And so um, I just want to thank you all so much for supporting the podcast. If you're a new listener um, and I haven't been here lately, or I'm not recording as often, please, please, please take the time to try to listen to some of these old episodes because um, they're really good. And it, it got to be about, I, I want to say over 400. I honestly don't know. It was a time when it was telling me as I recorded episode this, episode that. I don't know. And I certainly don't number them. So I honestly don't know, but I know for a fact it's over 400, so take the time out. All my long-time supporters, the supporters have been listening to me from day one. I can't thank you enough. Special shout-out to Yvonne Rents. I know that you are one of my longest, 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 longest supporters. If you're listening to me right now, and I just feel in my heart that you are. Thank you, Yvonne, so much for your support. I really can't do it without you guys. I talk so, I mean, in my regular day, everyday life, I talk, they might listen. <laughs> I talk, they tune me out. But Chapel's Corner is really like home for me. I can really talk, express, and be myself. Y'all don't leave me, you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't judge me, and y'all still come back, you know, for another episode. Nothing I say on here is factual, it's opinions, it's jokes. If I've ever offended anybody, I apologize. But once again, thank you all so much from the bottom of my heart. Here's to another year of podcasting, and I'll see you all after the break with more Chapel's Counter. Yeah, so like I was saying, two years, boy, a lot has changed in two years. COVID and coronavirus certainly was not around two years ago. But, you know, one thing, one thing that I notice these days, especially now, especially in my state, with masks being mandatory to be worn in public places, wherever you go, especially now at work. I was masked off, face out, mask free. 
I was team face out mask free, living on the edge for a while. But now, damn it, they don't put the laws down, honey. So now I'm over here. I can't do this. Can't go in here if I don't wear them. But one thing I noticed about y'all, from the time I went to work, even up until now, one thing I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you what I don't like, Chopper's Corner. That's what I don't like. Some of y'all's running out here. Y'all really thinking because people, because people got masks on their face that y'all could just air y'all asses out. I mean, dead ass just be farting up a fucking storm everywhere the fuck y'all go. No, man. I've noticed that ever since I started wearing this mask, more you, more and more motherfuckers around me is just farting and farting and farting more and more and more and more. Bitch. First of all, no, there's a couple things I want to say about that. First of all, don't nobody want to smell your raw ass insides, motherfucker. Don't go around thinking just because somebody, people got mask on, they're not going to smell it. Motherfucker, if I can smell that shit through my mask, then I know you can smell that shit through your mask. Don't give me that shit, you nasty ass. And some of you motherfuckers just need a detox. Y'all certainly not drinking enough damn water, okay? Y'all really just need to wash out. Okay, because I don't know what the hell's coming out of y'all. It, it really, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then that begged another question. If I can smell people's fart wind through my mask, how in the hell is it that coronavirus won't sit there and just come sneak it up through this bullshit ass uh, mask? You see what I'm saying? So if you, so, 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 if my insides can get contaminated by your butt stink, how the fuck is this mask saving? If it can't save me from your butt stink, how the fuck is it gonna save me from coronavirus? All right? Y'all gonna stop with this farting all over the fucking place. I was in the market, niggas was farting. I be at work, they be farting all over the goddamn place. I don't want to smack. I don't even know who the fuck to smack. All I know is just because they could have did it five minutes ago and way on the other side of the room. You know that farts travel. That shit could go from one side of the room to the other side of the room. It's just like they told you, and I guess it was, I wanna say it was physics. It diffuses. It starts on one end. It goes to the other end. I did it. My, my, my teacher did it in the classroom one day. He tried to explain to us how that works. He, go, he went to one corner of the room, and he sprayed some. Psst, psst. And he told us, raise your hand when you smell the smell. And slowly but surely, as this thing started to waft across the room, hands started to raise. So ain't no telling who motherfucking did the shit by the time I smell it. All I'm saying is, if I can smell your nasty ass, raw ass insides, how the fuck is this mask protecting me from coronavirus? The other thing I'm concerned about is summer is coming. My face is sensitive, dear. You all is not expecting me wearing this damn mask on my summer. I mean, white, excuse me, white people, not to be disrespectful, but y'all faces a little bit more, and skin is a little bit more sensitive than mine. Okay? My own girl work, <laughs> Felicia, my, my, my ginger boo. She's already breaking out with these weird brown things on her face. Like, this is what I'm talking about. My face can't breathe in a mask. Summer cometh. Damn a winter. Winter. <laughs> winter is coming. No. Summer is coming, bitch. And so is that motherfucking heat. And you're going to tell me you expect people to walk around here in 90 degree heat with that stuff on his face? I'm burning up now. And it's the damn spring. All right. I digress. Moving on to Chopper's Contour. Hey, hey. How you doing? Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. All right. I have to switch the mood up. You know. Mm, mm, mm. Can't go from thinking to people, cursing out stink booty people, and then, mm, 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 gotta kill that about. Mm. All right, so now I had this article that I wanna share that I thought was really cute. Um, and maybe it might just help somebody. By help, it might just mean like you're not alone. Um, 10 annoying things that you realize about your partner. Now, it doesn't it could be your boyfriend, your girlfriend, both, it doesn't matter. The point is 10 annoying things you realize about your partner while you are self-isolating or quarantining together. Now, this article is by Katie Davies, and I thought it was pretty cute or honest. And I think that if you listen, you'll feel the same way. <sighs> she says, full disclosure, 
I feel incredibly lucky to be quarantining with my fiance during the global health crisis, especially because so many other couples find themselves in long distance relationships and are struggling to make it work. Wow, I haven't even thought about people in long distance relationships. That said, there are some things you learn about your partner when you're at home with them for long periods of time, and they aren't always good. She says, one, they are, they are not going anywhere. Now, I remember when I was working at my other location before I came back to my home location, I was working with um, this old guy named Kevin, really nice Irish guy from Howard Beach, New York. And he was telling me that his wife had to now work from home and he brought her a laptop for her to work from home. So one day he's, he's um, talking to me, working together, and I was like, well, you know, how was yesterday or how was your yesterday or whatever? And he told me what he did. He's like, you know, I, he's like, uh, I go home, my wife's there. He's like, I leave, she's there. I come back, she's there. I started dying, right? Because I guess it's just basically saying, like, all I do is see my wife all the time now. It's not like it's not the same. Like, when she's go out to work for a few hours, come home, go out. It's just like, come home, she's there. I leave, she's there. I come back, she's there. I wake up, she's there. I go to sleep, she's there. <laughs> and I was laughing. He was like, but no, 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 I love my wife. He's like, I'm just saying, you know, like, I'm just seeing her a lot more than I normally do. So she says here, your partner isn't going anywhere anytime soon. If you haven't already realized this, when you're so used to having um, time away from your other half, whether because you live apart or purely while you're working, it can be difficult to adjust to a life where he's constantly in your pocket or she. Two, you can't get away from them because neither of you are going anywhere. You're currently unable to get away from each other and this is hard. Sometimes all Sometimes we all need our own personal space, which is especially true when you've been arguing about whose turn it is to put the dishwasher on, for example, or like me and my boyfriend the other day, is size seven uh, for women big, considered a big size shoe or not? I told him size seven is considered perfectly normal for women. That's not a big size foot. He told me size seven on any woman looks huge to him and that he considers small feet six and under. We got into the most stupidest argument over the dumbest shit. Why? Really, we just probably had too much time to get there and just needed some space. So she says, hey, we've all been there, but you're not getting any respite from the situation and it sucks. Okay. Three, they have no patience and neither do you. Yes. Um, actually, I started to realize during the quarantine that I'm actually not as dope as I thought I was. Like, I thought I was lit. I thought I was like the, you know what I'm saying? Like, hanging out with me is lit. I'm not boring. Like, I'm chill. I'm cool. Well, apparently I do have times where I could get under people's skin. I'm like, damn, ill. Am I? I'm annoying. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm annoying. We're all annoying. Like, after a while, we're going to annoy somebody. And I think once you start to find out that you're being annoying to your partner, it kind of hurts your feelings. But then when my partner feels like he's being annoying to me, he gets sensitive and it hurts his feelings too. So at some point, you have to have some kind of patience for their shit that's getting up under your skin. So she says, because you can't get away from your partner right now and you're spending so much time together compared to usual, this can cause small disagreements to blow up into big conflicts. Like I said, the bullshit size seven shit. I cannot believe that shit went that far. That I mean, all day. He didn't talk to me. I was like, what is this? I think all of this. I was talking, I was like, all this because of size seven shoes. <laughs> That's why I kept saying when he passed me by, I wasn't talking to me because of size seven. Are you serious right now? Fucking guy. No, it's really the quarantine and too much space. Nowhere to go. So <laughs> she says, um, after all, times are tough. The future looks bleak. There's not much to look forward to. This leads you to have no patience with each other. Some might say that this is a recipe for disaster. Five, they're needy. 
As you're spending practically every minute of every day with your partner, you've probably realized just how much they depend on you. From washing the dishes, to cleaning the living room, cooking a meal, to finding a show, to watch on Netflix, there's always something they want you to help them with, and it can feel exhausting at times. I mean, dude, are you my child or my other half? I talked about this in a previous episode. I said that your significant other is your child, whether it's a male or female. That's why you say, that's my baby. That's my baby. Six, uh, or I think this might be five. They require constant attention. Gone are the days where you could have a cozy night in with yourself and do whatever it is you did to relax. Now you have to factor your partner into everything you do and are likely to be neglecting yourself as a result. And it's bad enough that these hair salons and these motherfucking nail salons ain't open either. So neglection, you know, unless you're at home DIYing. That's why she said goodbye, daily hot tubs, um, DIY manicures, and face masks. Sobs. Yeah, it gets a little time consuming. It's when people start to fall apart. Please don't let yourselves go during the quarantine, ladies. YouTube has plenty DIYs. Trial and error, baby. Trial and error. (laughs) They have bad habits. From burping to farting, cracking their knuckles to picking their nails or even clipping their toenails. People can be so irritating, can't they? Sure, we all have our bad habits, but I bet you never noticed just how gross your partner was until you were quarantined together. Ew. (laughs) Ah, now Now, this is the one I was just talking about. Don't let yourself go. They're lazy with his they're lazy with his appearance. Or I would say they're lazy with their appearance. Similarly, because there's nowhere to go. Perhaps your partner has become super lazy with his shaving habits or is happy to stay in his pajamas all day. I personally know that my, my bull is a woofing right now. But he has this really good, like he has that scruffy good look. Like he is one of the few people that I know that could actually go without and like his his beard grows in, everything grows in. And his hair grows, and he looks really good. Actually, the scruffier he gets, he's actually better looking. I, I'm so surprised. But that's also because of the barber shops not being open. Some people don't even want to touch their hair until they barber. They only want their barber to touch it. They're praying their barber opens. Not so. Anyway, because they have nowhere to go, perhaps your partner has become super lazy with his shaving happens or is just happy to stay in his pajamas all day. As a result, maybe you're feeling less attracted to them. If so, I guarantee you won't be the only one. <laughs> Ah, they're messy. Yes. Let's face it. Guys can be very messy and or dirty. And I bet your partner is no exception. In fact, they've probably been even messier or dirtier in the lockdown because of non-existent motivation levels. And you're having to pick up the slack. Three words. Frustrating. She said three words and then gave one. Let's just say frustrating three times. Frustrating, frustrating, frustrating. Yay. They're not very considerate. If your partner is, oh my gosh, I'm not going to lie. This is this guy. If your partner's playing music at 11 p.m. while trying to wind down for bed, (laughs) doesn't let you know that they're going on an important Zoom call and shouts at you when they can hear you hovering in the background (laughs) or has left all of their beard hair in the sink, I feel you. They can be incredibly inconsiderate, can't they? Even if you're both furloughed or unable to work for whatever reason it's no excuse there are two people living in the house not one no he can be extremely inconsiderate at one point i was like you have headphones don't you i don't mind people going through their phone and doing whatever i understand the phone has multiple purposes these days it's practically like the new like computer in your hand let's be honest it's a super smartphone 
But damn, you have headphones. Put your motherfucking head. It ain't every fucking thing I want to hear. Maybe I'm trying to read a book or I'm trying to watch a TV in the same room. Some people are inconsiderate. Lada, they do not listen. <clears throat> or 10, I should say. Finally, you're probably learning just how little your partner listens to you when you're together all the time in self-isolation. He never hears me at all. In fact, I'm guessing you have to repeat yourself a bunch, a thousand times. Q argument 3,534. That said... Take a deep breath and try to think positively. This is a temporary situation that you won't be in forever. And when you do look back, I bet you'll feel glad that your partner was right there next to you to support you through such a challenging period. I personally like being quarantined with, with, with my boot. I don't really have a, a problem with it. Of course, there are days and times. You really have to find, you know, you, you got to find it. You have to find your patience. You have to find your other things to do sometimes. Because sometimes y'all don't want to do things together. It doesn't have to be that y'all together all the time. It's just like with, with the evenings being that there's nowhere to go, whatever. People just kind of, hell, you can't be social outdoors. You're social inside. But sometimes what this person wants to do, you don't want to do. It ain't, it's not everything. You know what kills me? There's things that he doesn't want to do sometimes that I will do. Shit that I, he wants to watch that I do not want to watch at all. I'm compromising. And then Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt Interactive Special is coming, I think, May 12th. And I'm like, oh, the Attack Special's coming up. I was like, you want to watch it with me? He's like, no. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, what do you mean no? I was like, first of all, it's Tina Fey. It's funny. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. I'm mad this ending. I watch everything else with you. Nah, I'm just not interested. I'm like, but it's Tina Fey. She's Yo, that pissed me off because I'm like, oh, I get it. You don't really understand all the crappy, stupid shit I watched and, <laughs> and, and nodded my head to it and took the time to try to not fall asleep through for you. You don't realize that because I guess I did such a good job of just... You know, compromising, man. Now I'm about to just be like, you want to watch that with me, babe? No. No. I'm saying it's funny. It's, uh, no. Hell no. But he's sensitive. I'm going to be the asshole. I'm going to be the bitch, you know? Can't have two assholes in one day. So, yeah, that was that article that I wanted to share. And then I have found another one that I thought was um, <laughs> um, really cute about quarantining. Let me see. She says, um, 10 things I definitely don't miss about pre-quarantine life. By the same girl, Katie Davies. I think I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do that one, um, another day. But I'll tell you one thing that I miss, that I don't miss from um, pre-quarantine is all the traffic in New York. Like, I love the fact that the traffic is beautiful. But what I do hate and what I don't like New York is that while there's clear roads, some of you are still going so slow. Or they're still clustered. To, I don't know if they're fucking programmed to just be on top of each other when they drive. But, like, it's everybody's driving, like, mirroring each other right next to each other. Nobody's giving each other no... I mean, hell, you're doing the social distance with the people in the fucking stores, but you're damn sure in social distance in these cars. And you get around these people, and you find out it's a fucking... It's a whole open road out there, man. I mean, like, the road is... Forget the road. I mean, you just go with just endless road. I just... I skirt by everybody and just go. But I hate that the traffic is so beautiful now, and nobody's taking advantage of it. You know? It takes me five minutes to get somewhere. Now, ask me how long it takes me to get in and out that motherfucker. Good hour or so, depending on where the hell I'm going. So, <clears throat> anyway, I just wanted to really take the time to come out and just thank everybody for supporting Shoppers Corner. If you're a new listener, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I promise you won't be disappointed. It got to be something on this on this uh, podcast. So it's got to be an episode somewhere that'll either be thought provoking, um, funny, and make you laugh, or something else. But in the meantime, I'm just happy to still be here um, podcasting. Never thought that when I started two years later, I'd still be here. But I know that when I did start doing it, it was something that I loved. 
And I remember at one point, I think during the first year, I just said, I think I'm going to, as long as I'm alive, I'm always going to be podcasting. Because that's how I feel in my heart. I really love it. I love podcasting. In my heart, <laughs> I had somebody, I had a few people who I know listen to, and they was like, I could dead ass you like on radio, like an Angel E or something one day. Maybe I could. But I always said to them, I was like, man, I don't know if they could take me. I have, you have more freedom on the podcast. You could curse, blah, blah, blah. You ain't got to beat, nothing, blah, blah, blah. You just be, blah. Child, I get over there on High 97 and start talking. I'd be like, first of all, this bitch. They'd be like, you know what? The FCC come through. Like, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here now. Before we fucking get fined and shut the fuck down. I would have to really put the filter on. But you know what? If I ever got a gig like that, I would just put the filter on. I really would. Till then, I'm going to be here broadcasting. Talk my ass off here on Chop's Corner. I love you guys. Hope you're all staying safe. Hope you're all not stressed out or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Don't let COVID get you down. Don't let people get you down. Um... I feel like, like I said, whenever things get back to normal, I don't think that things will ever be exactly the same. But I do feel in my heart of hearts that somehow, sometime, things will balance out. I'm just concerned about the summer in New York with all this overcrowding and people having to be stuck on top of each other on the blocks. Like, it was a nice day yesterday. My whole block was out. This shit looked like... It's a nice part of Queens where I live. I'm on Long Island. But everybody's outside and that shit looked like the hood all of a sudden because everybody was home and outside. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, no, I ain't going outside till people go inside. <laughs> What's the summer going to look like? I love you guys. I'll see you all next time here. Mwah. Chapel's Corner.